0: That's greenlight.com slash ACAST.
1: Hello, Marcus Bronzy here. Before we start today's podcast, I'd just like to let you know that you can vote for us in the Listener's Choice Awards at this year's British Podcast Awards 2019. If you'd like to vote for us, it only takes a minute of your time. Head to britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote. That's britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote. Type in how to kill an hour and then yeah you'll have voted for us it only takes a minute of your time and we'd really appreciate it we'll also put a link in the show's description thank you very much in advance and hey here's here's hoping we win anyway over to the podcast are you serious so this is how to kill an hour my name is marcus bronzy thanks in advance for killing some time with us joining us on today's show is a good friend of how to kill an hour a regular dude in here Someone who's been doing the most At the moment Dev Some say too much <laughs> Some say you're doing too much No no one's ever said that to nah, me No you, one's I ever don't said you're doing too much You're not You're not suffering from that overexposure <laughs> Just yet we'll, we'll let you know We'll not let yet. you know um, So loads to talk about in today's show First things first We need To talk about SAS Who Dares Wins dun, 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 dun. Stand Up For Cancer special Now 12 Recruits are seeing if they have what it takes to be in the SAS. I'm trying to do that guy's voiceover. over. He's got no, no, amazing it. voice, no, in no, there. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His voice has lived. He's, yeah, he's yeah. got a voice lived. <laughs> um, so for people who've never seen the show before, uh, there's uh, a bunch of uh, former uh, Special Forces soldiers who take uh, members of the public and they put them through the type of training you would go through to get into the SAS and they'd make it into a television program. It's really, really brutal as you can imagine. Um, They try and make it as hard as possible. Uh, They try and give you as close of a taste as what, of what it's like to actually trained to be in the SES and they did the first celebrity version uh, we filmed it last year and it just started on Channel 4 uh, Sunday Just Gone which would have been the 7th yeah yep, Sun- that's it that's Sunday it. the 7th and how long is it running for like is it 5 episodes yeah. ago? they weren't only going to have 4 but the channel were like we're <laughs> like it guys because that's <laughs> how people at like Channel 4 talk <laughs> we like it guys it's great uh, let's get five I think gonna, we think like, it guys we're gonna stretch it out yeah. Into, yeah. In, into five episodes yeah. five episodes and the show really does show people getting the hard end of the stick or as they say in the SAS the normal end of the stick yeah. do you know what I mean but it's extremely physically and mentally draining right so when they do the celebrity version of this show the, pr- the presumption is Is that they're gonna Tailor it down a little bit You know Was that the case With the show I mean I <clears throat> I'd seen the show before I yeah. knew what I was signing up for Like I didn't even know Where it was gonna be Or anything They just said It's gonna be cold Which I, I think I can handle way more Than say if we had to be In the desert Or the jungle Like some of the other um, Series that they've had So I didn't know Where we were flying Until the day I got to the airport and the producer's like, Do you wanna see where you're going? Open up the little bit of paper, in my itinerary. It's like going to Chile. Santiago Chile. I like, Oh my god. <laughs> um, uh, and then you get like a little fitness test beforehand. Apparently like there's there's a few people who dropped out at that fitness test thing well, you have to do. Prior to the show. Yeah. So I just went out to <clears throat> I went out to a gym, I had to run flat out for nine minutes on a treadmill. I had to uh you have to lift like uh, quite a considerable weight there's a, there's a certain way They want you to Like not quite a clean and jerk But a Sort of Half jerk Clean I don't yeah. know Try and go on Like I know them Those moves uh, Then we have to like carry These really he- heavy jerry cans Across the length of the gym um, uh, But I, I think That the The DS The directing staff Who are on the show They have A reputation to uphold there's there's people who really really enjoy watching that show. It's got a very hardcore fan base, and I could tell like immediately as soon as <clears throat> we started putting out press about there being a celebrity version, people thought ah oh, it's gonna it's gonna cheapen the show. It's not gonna be as good. You know, I saw one guy. He was like, oh, better challenges are gonna be like, you know, put your left shoe on, now put your <laughs> right shoe on. So I've been the staff. They they were thinking about that. They were like, "We want to make it. If anything, we want to go harder on them, so that people don't think that we've just gone easy because it's a celebrity version." So the very first thing we had to do was the backwards fall out of that helicopter. The the very first thing we had to do, and you know, you know, they've said that that's the hardest thing that they've had that they've, they've set up for a first challenge. So we went from two days of acclimatisation because it's so far above sea level it's about two and a half thousand feet altitude Uh, we had two days at a hotel where we went for a jog did a little bit of exercise now in that kind of altitude you know you run for 10 seconds 15 seconds and you feel like you can't get your breath back you know that feeling just after you've sprinted that kind of (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) but you think, "All right, I'm gonna take a few gulps, and in a few seconds, I'm gonna be all right." In that altitude, it doesn't really do that. You kind of stay out of breath for a lot longer. So we had two days of the altitude training, And then we were taken to this river. Bags put over our heads. Still had my, you know, my normal clothes on and stuff. Bag put over your head. Taken to the other side of the river, and then that's where you saw the show start when the bag gets taken off our heads. we got told to face the the uh, the, the lake, rather, not river. The, we got told to face the, the river. Helicopter comes over. Ant Middleton, like the main DS, falls backwards out of the helicopter. And I look at Sam, who's like next to me, and I say, you know we're going to have to do that next, right? And sure enough, one by one, we had to run up this little hill. I'd never even been in a helicopter before, but I remember not even having enough time to be excited about it. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I better listen, or I might die here. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um it was such a good first challenge for us to do because, you know, everything that they do on the show is deliberate. There's no kind of mistakes or accidents. They're you know, they're very, very calculated with everything they do. So I'm in this helicopter listening to Ant, and he's giving me instructions. He says, You're gonna cross your arms, you're gonna lean back out of the helicopter, I'm gonna hold onto your arm, and then I'm gonna let go. Don't try and turn around. Don't try and do a flip or anything like that. Just let yourself fall back headfirst into the water. What, why Why specifically can you not try and flip over and, and land in headfirst with dangerous. your feet in? I think it's more dangerous to do it like that. I don't know why. But you're a good 20, maybe, maybe 30 feet above the water. It's a high drop. So I'm standing on the edge of this helicopter, leaning back. This is the first thing I've had to do. You know, like couple of hours before I was eating steak in this hotel <laughs> I was <laughs> eating steak in the hotel like <laughs> this is great <laughs> um, and I'm leaning back out of this helicopter and it's all all my weight is like Ant's Ant's the only thing stopping me from falling out of this helicopter and in that moment just before he let go I remember thinking oh this is clever they're in control aren't they from this moment on they'll be in control of everything I don't get to decide when I jump out of this helicopter he's gonna let go of me out of this helicopter so I had a few seconds where he's holding on to me again my whole weight she's just holding on with one arm I've got my arms crossed over my chest and I'm thinking, he's going to let go. He's going to let go. Is it going to be down? Is it going to be down? Oh, it's now! And, <laughs> and the drop, it was so, it's such a higher drop. I remember having time to think as I was falling out of the helicopter. These are the things I was thinking. Is this stupid? Am I going to look quite cool doing this? Is it going to hurt? I'm, I had time to think about all of those things as I was dropping and in. Hit the water head first. And you got you to pop up. Wave your arms in the air, like you just don't care. No, like you got to wave <laughs> your arms in the air. That was a signal to let them know you were alright. Yeah. So but I don't know if you've ever tried waving your arms in the air whilst fully clothed in water. Like so <laughs> you're, really... you're treading water yeah. and, and you I can't know, use your arms to stay afloat because right. you've got to show you. I'm them trying yourself. to wave my arms and be like, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. because you have a little safety boat nearby, and then you have to swim to shore. It took me about 15, 20 minutes to swim back, because you got a current, you got a little bit of a current in the lake slash weird river thing. And also you're fully clothed with boots on as well. So you gotta swim all the way back to shore, take off your wet clothes, and then put on your new dry clothes. That's the initiation. So the initiation was dropped out 30 feet into water, and then you gotta tread water and swim for 20 minutes. Fully closed. Yeah. You swim back to the to the shore, but because you're fully closed, you don't, you're not moving like, you know, you're at a swimming pool yeah. you just like bomb it down the yeah. end and then back. You can't do that. Like, you've got a little bit of a current to deal with. You've got all your clothes and stuff. You've got boots on, like filled with water. Was it like a breaststroke job or could you just try and cut through I it was, and, like, I was, cruel? I was doing, I was, doing, I, was like, I didn't want to put my head back underneath the water because you also had this moment when you fall out of the helicopter at such a height for it's probably half a second but to me it felt a little bit longer when i hit the water and i went down into the water for a few seconds you don't know which way to swim you don't know is that a way down that i fell in or have i spun around a little bit i don't want to start swimming towards the bottom so you kind of have to let you know you kind of have to let your body sort itself out and you feel yourself okay i'm flowing up I was like, okay that's upwards that's the way i gotta swim Fuck Yeah And that's like the first scene we see So we see you You see you coming out of the water And I think somebody makes a comment like Oh I'm a bit cold And then starts saying, like, Oh you're cold <laughs> You're cold yeah You're cold Yeah And then So from then on like So uh, w- the way we watch it Is it relatively in sync Or are they chopping and changing little bits Yes here? How much of it is real Because I understand They have got to cram it into a, into a show They they put two days Into 40 minutes Or 42 minutes Or something like that Because um, like you know it is it is for stand up to cancer. So what they what they what they are putting in uh, this series is little short films about people have been uh, affected by cancer, and just to kind of you know reiterate why we're doing it. Cause, you know, like no one got paid to like go out there and do and, and do it. It was it was for charity. Um, uh, but yeah, as, like how you see it, it's edited down. Like so much is chopped out. So there's so much that you're not seeing. So. There's a bit where we get woken up and we get told to be out on the square. But what, what, what you haven't seen is that will be us coming back from a, a day of getting beasted. We'll go to sleep for an hour. Somebody will burst into the room at like 10 to midnight and be like, right, out in the square, five minutes. You got to put your clothes on, be out in that square, and then we'll get beasted for an hour, hour and a half. And there's a bit where we, we, you know, where they make us do a duck walk or crawl around. Like, you're doing that around the whole square. They're it together to make it look like, oh, we just did that for a few seconds. And then, you know, you switch up to do a fireman lift or whatever. But nah, that, that whole, even just that getting beasted lasted for an hour, hour and a half. So at that point, as early on in the show, what's going through your head? Because like you said, yesterday or two days ago, you're eating steak. You're in a nice hotel. Yeah, I've gone for a little run. I'm acclimatized. Like... What the fuck goes through your head when they've done that? When they've they're, they're, this is fresh for you. Is it's probably one of the best ways they could have introduced us to the course. I feel like I tried to really mentally prepare myself for what was going to happen. I always knew it's gonna it's gonna be really brutal. Physically, it's gonna be insane. Um, but you know, like, like I used to go basketball camps when I was younger, and it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Like, you're not really going there to have fun. You're going there to work hard. You know, going there to... Every day you're going to get up early and you're going to be working hard all day. And if someone says, you know, drop down, do push-ups, whatever, you just do it. You, you, I think the quicker you, you switch into that mentality of you just got to get on with it, whatever they put in front of you, the, the, the easier it's going to be. And some people struggled with it a bit. I can't even put name to names on it. Some people were giving cheeky little remarks and having fun. And that seems to kind of... I don't know if they knew it. They were kind of picking themselves to get beasted on and stuff. So, but I did notice in the first episode, at least, you were kind of heads down. And do you think that's because of the basketball training? You were just like, right, let me get it done. You asked for a piss. That was funny. Can I really go around for a piss, please? you so embarrassing. <laughs> I can't believe that's how like one of my first introductions on the show is me asking to use the toilet. But again, Death, it's only because. No bladder control. It's, it's yeah. uh, asked to use the toilet and is told, fuck off by hands. <laughs> 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 um, that was like, you know, 10 to midnight, they'd woken us up. Yeah. I'm a very regular guy and I'd seen the show before and I'm just thinking, okay, if they're gonna beast us, they're gonna do it. Until someone drops out. I don't wanna to have to like drop out because I need to go for a piss, you know. I also don't want to piss myself. On I was TV, curious. So. I was thinking, I was thinking, is the next line gonna be Dev, eager to stay in the game, decides to relieve himself in his trousers. Like I don't know. Dev has just whipped it out and started pissing everywhere. You're <laughs> <laughs> getting better at that, isn't yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. it? Um so yeah, two days but, in. But yeah, you're, you're thinking, you're thinking all types of things, man. I, I never once thought it was a mistake to sign up or I shouldn't have done it. Um, but the the not knowing what you're gonna do next, they're so good at that. They're so good at, you know, you've got sometimes camera crew around you, but you you, you stop noticing them after a while. You're not allowed any contact with them. You're not allowed to ask. You know, for help or whatever, or, or some water. You're supposed to just ignore them and and get on with it. But it's very difficult to think of anything past what the current task was. You know. But then saying that, I had a lot, of, I had a lot of opportunities over the course to really take things in. So I don't know if you've seen the toilet situation that they got there. I heard, I heard the conversation. Is it a piss and a shit? Or is it a shit and a piss in that And you burn it That's all I heard The toilets are cubicles Next to each other That have Elbow height Walls on them So if I'm sat next to you Having a shit I'm looking in your face You know what I mean Like I can see your whole Top half of your body There's no Hiding and I remember the first time I saw the toilet so I was like yeah, I'm either going to wait until 3am to take a shit or I'm just going to hold it in for like the whole week and not go <laughs> but obviously you can't really do that because if you're running up a mountain and you want to yeah, yeah yeah you just gotta go when you gotta go you gotta go yeah. and I think the second day in I was like they're shitting with the girls I've just like sat next to the girls having a shit being like yeah what do you think we're going to leave in today and I one, there was one morning I went out on my own time a little morning shit like I said quite regular and, you know, we're in the middle of the Andes, man. And I'm like sat there, I'm having a shit, and I'm just looking, just looking at the skyline. We're, just, we're, just, we're right in like a sort of, I don't wanna say crater, but, you know, we're just surrounded by snow capped mountains, you know? And like one side was beautiful, clear skies, the other looked like there was like a snowstorm or something rolling. And I was like, wow, this this is the best place I've ever had a shit before ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is not even like forget top five this is the best place I've ever had a shit before and then I remember the moment was kind of ruined a little bit because you know where I would started shitting and then inevitably had to piss it like Angled through one of the slits, you know, made out of wood, mm. and then I sort of accidentally pissed all over the back of my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's ruined a little bit. Like this is one of the best places I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, so where we're at now. So, so just so we've seen the first episodes. So this is early April, and. I've seen clips, they've showed little montages that show different parts of the show. Now, one of the most interesting parts about the show isn't just the physical stuff, it's the mental side of things. Mm. I feel like in each episode, they focus on one of the contestants or two of the contestants and speak about, they, they break break you down. So th- I feel like this is an inevitable thing to come. Now, I know you, you can only tell us so much, but how how was that personal experience for you? Because I I feel like they sit there and you see them reading up about people and getting as much information as possible. Did they try and do that to you and and kind of work brain on you? Yeah, so one of the things that the... I wasn't expecting from the process. I I think I'm quite good at being, you know, I'm, I'm a very private person, And even though on my radio shows and stuff, I don't mind exposing myself a little bit or being quite honest. But at the same time, I I, I get told the same thing from almost any girl I've ever dated. It's like, ah, you never talk about yourself or I don't don't really know much about. I I don't know. I feel I'm trying to get better at it. But I do feel weird opening up. And it's it's one of the things, uh, you know, we get given a psychiatrist to talk to, like both before, during and after this whole process. And the woman, Victoria, that I've been speaking to, she just broke me down so well that, you know, you think you're hiding something quite well and actually you're not. You're wearing it out there on your sleeve. She said to me after the process, she was like, you know, you started very much on the outskirts of the group and then by the end, you were like, you know, you, you're you bringing everybody together and, you know, you're making sure everybody was all right. Like, is everybody warm? Is everybody fed? And that's how I am with... My close friends and family, that's how I am. You know, I'll do anything for my close friends and family. But just because of this job, you kind of have to keep people at arm's arms length a little bit. You know, you can't let people, you can't just let everybody who rolls up to you, like, hey, come on, come be in my circle, come be my friend. Um, So, like, learning that about myself, that that's who I am, that's just who I am anyway. You know, I am a naturally tactile and caring person and I don't know there's, maybe there's even like points in my life where I felt like I, I weren't allowed to be like that that it was seen as a sign of weakness or something that maybe I you know maybe I just care too much no like you know <laughs> um, but yeah just kind of coming out of it thinking you know it's, it's, it's alright to be like that but without without giving away too much this is the first time I've ever done anything this public that is that exposing you know, I, it was a full spectrum, full range of emotions that I experienced during the whole process. Fuck. Yeah. And it's would you say that being part of the SAS? they require you t- they require to get that level of openness from you f- or get that amount of detail from you do you think that's part of the process like they need to know like I, cuz i feel like if you and i are going to go overseas on a black ops mission and potentially never never come back again and we, we've got to do some real fucked up shit that no one may never know about i feel like i need to know you almost better than you know yourself and vice versa to be able to 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 work the best so is that part of the process well put it this way man so there's there's an interrogation part yeah. Of the I don't know if you've seen the other the past series, but there's an interrogation part. Now the reason they work you so hard during the week is to get you as mentally drained, physically drained as possible, so that they can. I mean, look how people are when they're just a bit hungry. You know, like hangry is a real thing. Yeah. You know, just your hands to eat. You'll get moody with the people around you. you have something to eat. You're like, oh, my fault. Sorry, I was just you know, a little bit mm-hmm. hungry. Now imagine you're hungry and you're tired. And now you have to go out and do a mission together. You got work as a team and, you know, naturally, you know, that's going to be all your insecurities, all your weaknesses are going to be, you know, magnified so much in that situation. But again, they're so good at identifying all of them. So put it this way, without going into too much detail. What I'd learned, you know, from from from, from chatting to some of the staff is that during your actual training, and yes, yes, I mean, they do it for like six months, a year or whatever. You know, we did it for a few days. But part of the interrogation process, they'll try and personalize it to you. So they'll find out whether it's the noises that they'll play to you or whatever the situation that they'll put you in. They'll personalize that to you. So, for example, if you've got kids or something, they'll like they'll use that as part of the interrogation process to really, really try and make you break It's nuts. It's like, It's one of the things that a lot of the staff members were saying that's a part of the training that they wouldn't want to do again. It's the interrogation bit because they... Staff said that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were just... I don't know. But that's... Yeah, that's the... That, that, was, that was the worst part of, of, of all of it. Really? That was the lowest? That was the lowest point? Yeah. Fuck. And apart from the, the beautiful shit and pissing on your leg, what would you say is one of the <laughs> highest... <laughs> the highest points? Um, As naff as, naf as it might sound, the... The the relationships that I built with everybody Who I did it with And I've never bonded with a group of people like that before Ever Right from day one We were all in it together Everyone was helping out each other And we were a family Because You know We were all equal in that moment It didn't matter if we were You know Guys or girls Or how you know strong we are mentally or physically. It, didn't, it didn't matter in that moment we're like right we are all here together and the only way we're going to get through it is together there were times we were you know huddled together to try and keep warm and you know making sure that you know here, here have my egg you haven't had anything to eat today or you know like share my rations or something and that's probably the part that I really missed the most coming back from it is being in a unit of people that felt like they would you know they they do anything to help you and look out for you and yeah the the, the camaraderie is that is that a word yeah camaraderie the, yeah the, that's that's what I missed the most coming out of it and that's what I, that's what I really enjoyed you kind of wake up with everybody and you have a, you have a little laugh and a joke and you might be you know beasted that day but then you like come back and someone will put a little bit of like soda cream on your back or, so, <laughs> or something like that you know everyone was just everyone was just kind of looking out for each other like how many times in your life do you have an opportunity to be in a unit of people where you're all in, you're all equal you're all like part of this weird little community and then also after that experience is finished who else is going to understand what it was like you know not not people sat there watching at home i don't right? never know They'll, they might have a tiny little idea they're not really going to know what any of that was like um so that's another reason why we all still keep, keep in contact you know we've got a little whatsapp group everyone messages each other and it's it's obviously quite difficult for us all to meet up because everyone's busy and professional and stuff but yeah that's that was probably my favourite part of the the whole process is just like bonding with this group of before strangers and now they're you know they're like family now would you do it again? tomorrow I'll go tomorrow if they were like we're doing it again we lost footage we're gonna go back and like film it again I'm like cool let's go I loved it I loved it so much I, I find it so hard to motivate myself sometimes that having Foxy or Ollie or Anne come bursting through the door being like right <laughs> 10 minutes like out in the square full kit I'm like yes let's yeah. go man what are we doing today I loved that you know and there were some of the challenges that was so difficult like, like I run a marathon right every day was harder than running a marathon I'm not just saying that. Every day we did something that hard marathon, you run in a straight fucking line. You run in a straight line with the whole of London like, come on, you can do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giving you like Jelly gen- yeah, Babies, genu- yeah, yeah. orange license. That's another yeah. weird thing about the London marathon, right? So it's like switch yeah. back and forth, But when would you ever accept an orange segment of a stranger in the street? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not a rude guy yet yeah. But if you come up to me in the street And offer me an orange I'd slap it out of your hand And get the fuck away from me You weirdo you offer me no orange slice What? Where did you get it from? Of your house What is going on? But the London Marathon <laughs> The London Marathon it's something like little kid, even like yeah. e- even now look, like accepting food of kids. Like they're filthy, man. probably even like <laughs> digging it all like, <laughs> out, <man. laughs> Do you want some oranges? Like I just took an orange slice of a little kid. Like cool, man. Thanks, Junior. Like on my way. What One if, day, yeah. What if Junior was like, here Dad, I've got an orange slice." <laughs> you then was <devil's> like, "You." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was me. My bad. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about. How did I get... Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, look, I've run the London Marathon with very little training 10 days after coming back from Jamaica Carnival. So that's like my, <laughs> that's like minus training, isn't it? Really, that's like... <laughs> no, if you think about it, because... Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I know what you get. getting at. Go on, go on. I mean... All the parties you're going to, you're, yeah, you're yeah, dancing. Yeah. Right. On the actual carnival route, I think it's something like, what, 13 and a half miles. Oh, there you go, yeah. And that's double because you're walking at a weird pace. You're kind of like chipping and you're dancing like the whole time as well. So that's sort okay, you're yeah. sort of walking a marathon. Balance that out with the liquor. Walking a marathon, man. Yeah. Um, but every day was was harder than running a marathon. But, you know, some of these challenges was so physically demanding. And you, you just at the start of it, you're just thinking, there's just no way. There's no way I'm going to be able to do that. And you just, you do it. You don't come, you don't look at what everybody else is doing or, oh, they're that far or, da da da. You don't look at what anybody else, you just focus on what you're doing and you, I don't want to sound like some like Cheesy motivational speaker But you literally You're putting one foot In front of her One foot in front of other, Just keep going Just keep going And you look up And it might be an hour It might be four hours later But eventually you kind of look up And you're like Fuck I did that I did that I didn't stop I didn't listen to that part of my brain Saying just fucking collapse Let's give up right now And I feel like I've I've tried to come back home With that same mentality Like okay What are the things That I look at and go Oh I couldn't do that oh, it's too difficult. Oh, someone else is already doing that and they're way better than I am. Well, like apply that same logic, that same logic of put one foot in front of other, one foot in front of other. just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. So I kind of came back feeling that we put so many limitations on ourselves of what we can do. Fuck the physical stuff. Like that, that was obvious to me. I, you know, I'd said to myself, oh, I'm not going to be able to go past this point and I fucking did it anyway. But I'm talking about like the mental restrictions you put on yourself. You think, well, I might be doing a few things that I enjoy, but I've got no space in my life to do anything else. I can't learn this new skill or go and try this new thing out. I don't want to step outside of my comfort zone. But that's you're all putting that restriction. No one's come up to you and been like, you can't do yeah. whatever it is. Like, yeah. You're putting those own restrictions on yourself. So I tried to come back and think, let me not do that. Let me... Whatever the glass ceiling That I've created for myself Let me fucking smash through that Or at least raise it up A few levels You know I think that's what the boys Wanted from you as well Like I think that's what They're trying to show you You can do They're kind of making you realise A potential that you wouldn't have Unless you went through that process yeah. Do you feel like they Had a lot of love for you as well Because it's easy Because when I watched That first episode at times I'm like you lot of fucking pricks You're just doing this to fuck with them But then At other times I'm like wow Like this is this is something that you guys are doing to others because you've gone through this and it's made you into some of the best operatives in the world. Like the SAS is respected very highly when it comes to special forces. I'm not I'm not just saying this, right? I love those guys so much. Like all I'm going to get a little bit like choked up just thinking about it. But they're so amazing and so supportive and like maybe ant was say like the only one who he was a little bit more arms um, he was sort of like a distant dad a little bit you know because we didn't really like get a chance to like really like hang out of him but say you know like, foxy and ollie and billy at some point you know whether it was they were briefing us for a mission or they'd be showing us around the accommodation like it just felt like they d- don't get me wrong they demand total respect don't you ever try and take the piss don't you ever try and think like yeah we're pals oh, don't you ever do that but I felt like I'm just gonna show them respect I'm not gonna try and overstep the mark or whatever I'll try and take the piss but they were so incredibly supportive and so amazing mm-hmm. and to just share that experience just to get a tiny little snapshot into their world and how they've trained and how they've become who they are was was just amazing I I think sometimes you know they come across a little bit harsh on telly just a little bit some people are like oh you know will they get, like, get in your face I'm like nah not really you know if you're slacking or you're bringing the rest of the team down or you're trying to get off by not doing as much work maybe instead of lifting your feet two inches uh, six inches to ground you're just trying to get away on like one or two they're going to be on you you know cuz they don't want anybody thinking that this is going to be an easy ride but every single one of them had these incredible moments with be it just the odd words of encouragement that they would say to me or just like a bit of advice or just you know a general outlook on life was just is that like when they talk, I just, I just want to listen, you know? There's so much knowledge. Were there people that were the converse of you and did take the piss and did they, are we going to see some people feeling the heat? Because there was a couple of times it was like, oh, mate, and I was like thinking, what the fuck? But you know what? That's, uh, you're talking about Sam. Yeah, right? yeah. I didn't, I didn't, wanna, I didn't Sam, want to hurt up Sam. Sam was like, oh, mate, so mate. I, yeah. I, I, I love Sam, man. He fucked up, though, didn't he, in the first but episode? I think in the first episode, yeah. what you're seeing is just like Sam making that adjustment. Because Sam loves everybody and Sam just wants to be everyone's friend. He wants to make everybody laugh. You know, he's very sensitive. He can tell, you know, when someone's a little bit upset. I mean, you, you'll see it as it goes on. If somebody's upset, Sam gravitates towards him. He wants them to, you know, feel better. It's just <laughs> in this setting, you know the 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 DS recognised quite early and like right he might be a problem he's a little bit you know I'm I'm a class clown you know I am I, in all my schools I was the class clown, but I guess the difference is because you know these like basketball camps and stuff that I went to and I I realised early on that the way you get respect of people is you know if they demand it you got you got to give it yeah head down he, and get on maybe, it like Foxy put it really well and uh, we did like a, a press day the other day he put it really well he said look everyone who does the training does the show whatever they they will get into the mentality of what it's supposed to be like and how they're supposed to be it's just that some take a little bit longer than others to snap into it <laughs> <laughs> and those are the bits of the journey that yeah. I enjoy watching it's f- <laughs> quite really entertaining though yeah. man I mean seeing a uh, Foxy got to Sam after he fell out of the helicopter because Sam sort of like fell back and then he turned around as well so he did a couple of flips yeah he did, he didn't listen it he, he went quite Olympic he <laughs> did a couple yeah. of flips as he come out of the helicopter and um Foxy just like walked up to him <laughs> Foxy just wa- walked up to him like we're all shivering trying to get changed or whatever put our clothes back on and so, I like, put the, the dry clothes back on and Foxy just walks up to Sam and he was like what the fuck was that yeah yeah he looked like he just got shot <laughs> What was it when he when he fell out of the helicopter he goes fucking wanker? I like was like, like yeah, wanker. wanker. It's like wow <laughs> Wow Did you First time push me out of the helicopter? It's his first time. <laughs> 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 fucking wanker! <laughs> and you see him fucking <laughs> it's, 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 that was surreal. That 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 was kind of a big wake up to kind of the way it, it was gonna be. Um So how is it being around people? That you know are highly trained killers. It's not. It's not debatable. These guys, at least, are assisted. Can I? Can, I, can I level people. with you? Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even like, trying to be funny or whatever. Yeah. Can I level with you. Yeah. I fall back constantly. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like the entire time around those guys, I'm like, they could like kill me so easily. Oh. In fact, on one of these press days, we were doing, <laughs> we were like separated off into groups, and there was me andrea swimming, and foxy one of the directors and staff okay mm-hmm. foxy's like you know over twenty years like uh, special forces he's he's retired now but you know like he's done tours bruv you know he's like he's he's spe- yeah. spe- special special yeah. forces you, you cut him he bleeds special forces you know what right I mean? yeah, yeah so me and Andrea have been asked questions about the first episode Andrea has like quite a big story arc about you know um, her past and stuff and what doing the show like some of the demons that's brought up Mm And a lot of journalists Were interested in talking to Andrea You know she's a fluest woman A lot of people wouldn't have expected her To do the show So when you do these press days You get moved around Different groups of journalists You do all the magazines And you do like A few like online ones Or whatever So you'll be sat at a table About four or five people With their dictaphones Will ask you questions And you know You will take turns to answer So by like the third group We were with Andrea's answering One of the questions Like And it it wasn't this But it was something close It was something like Was it hard or Or was it cold or something like that mm. right and you know like me and andrea uh, oh oh it's ever so cold <laughs> oh yeah it was so cold sometimes oh i cut my finger right? mm. so we um, and is in the middle of answering this question and i had a corner of my eye i just like i can see foxy you know X Special Forces, right? I see. He's like looking down at his pen. He's just like twisting it around in his fingers. And I'm just like, I wonder what he's thinking <laughs> right now. Where me and Andrew are like pathetic. Like we did it for a few days, and we they're going. Oh, it was so hard. Oh, it was so cold. And like, I was just like, I wonder what Fox is thinking right now. He's probably just thinking, I can fucking, I, I can kill both of these like with this pen right now. So they're moaning about. I could do it in 25 and a half seconds. And I could be back at base in three and a half hours. I'll be back in Chile in six. Oh, like, man. Yeah. And so yeah, I did. I so these are like, killers. Yeah. You're around killers like all the such time. such a fraud just complaining about anything, moaning about anything with these. I was just like, let me just give them 100% respect. What did you miss, though? When you came home, there must have been something that you just got your hands on bit of food, drink, home comfort, your favorite oh, seat. Oh, man. Sugar. Sugary drinks. That was all Because all you, all you really Have out there is um, Obviously you, you want to Drink loads of water um, Tea with no sugar I didn't no sugar For tea Coffee I was big into Like out there Sometimes you like Find a little bit of coffee um, Find a little bit of coffee Yeah sometimes they put A bit of coffee out for you Sometimes maybe not Sometimes you just like Managed to like Get some tea bags From somewhere Wow But even then You know you gotta Take the water You gotta put it In your mess tin You gotta heat up The water on the stove Make sure that boils And pour that in Your little flask And you got like Maybe you got like A cup of tea for the day Like trust me When you're like Halfway up a mountain And you got half a flask Of like lukewarm tea like, <laughs> that like that might, Liquid gold That might save your life Yeah In fact there was There was like One exercise we did Where um, I found My emergency rations From something we did before And I didn't need them and it was like a heat in the bag bolognese thing, right? So it's it's, it's it's really clever, actually. You like put some water in a bag, shake it up, whatever. You put it like wrap it up, whatever. You leave it for a few minutes, and then you have like hot spaghetti bolognese. Mm. I'm telling you, man, that's like top three best meal I've ever <laughs> had. Ever. <laughs> <Like> I was <laughs> sat in the back of this like rally, like flatbed or whatever, driving through the night to God knows where. And I'm just like <laughs> eating this <laughs> bolognese heat in the bag. Like, oh, God, this is amazing. I remember I looked over, I saw um, uh, Victoria, Victoria Pendleton. She's like shivering on the other side of the, of, the, of the truck. And you know, the heat pack that it comes with, it gets mad hot. Because obviously it's like heat out the food. It's like, Victoria, do you want my heat pack? Like, uh... you, know, you might need it. But but that's how we like looked after each other, you know? It was like, who right, needs some help? Who's struggling? Who can we so they managed to convert you in, in was it five, uh, ten days You there. the whole process was a week so we had like a, like a couple of days to acclimatise and then there was the actual like training okay. bit yeah so within that week they managed to turn you into a, the, the beginnings of a squad like yeah. the beginnings of an actual team I felt like we was a unit you know felt like we was like a tight family unit who all cared about each other all right. Well, before we move on, that like, what's what's something key that we should be looking out for. Actually, no. Wait, Dev. Sorry, bruv. The one of the big talking points from the last season was the scenario where they make you fight. Mm. Now, I thought this was something they we're going to save until later on in the show because it, it was one of the things that there was a big buzz around because they pretty much uh, said we're going to make you fight but there's going to be absolutely no sort of uh, way that, that we're going to let you kind of go oh we're only going to make you know a big person fight a small person uh, no girls on guys no guys on girls now this is one of the things that they actually went straight for in this first episode and they put it flipped on its head a bit didn't they yeah that was the on our first day they did a two on one boxing match which is just nuts two on one like a boxing match like you've got two people trying to thump you up it's yeah it's a lot and so I ended up with I ended up with two of the smallest girls Having a go at me And uh, So what goes through your head When when you're in that scenario Be real with me Because I think that there's A lot That could be going through your head I, I knew straight Because I'd obviously worked out We were the last people picked I'd worked out Okay It's not going to be me And another one of the girls Going against So it ended up being me Victoria And Camilla And uh, I'm not going to like Put me and one of the girls Against another one of the girls It's going to be them two Against me so um, immediately I was, uh, the instruction was you have to fight back because they were trying to teach us that you know they don't get to pick who their enemy is if they were out there in the battlefield and two women like came after them you gotta take them out do you know what I mean, I mean it's hand to hand combat 100% but I'm thinking this is a fucking TV show bruv so I ain't swinging on no girls I don't care what the exercise is I ain't swinging on them okay you're not getting me on camera swinging at these girls <laughs> go- <laughs> So, you know, I, I gloved up, and the whole time I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm. There's gonna be you see, he's all just bobbing and weaving. <laughs> I'm like these ain't gonna be able to catch me. I'm like a (laughs) A rope a dope, dev, Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I did. I I let off a couple. I let off a couple of shots (laughs) because because were you you aware that if you didn't let off those shots, that that would at some point they'd come. They'd use that against you, or they'd come back for you because that that is something that can happen. They do remember. They 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 weren't happy about. They weren't happy about the fact that I didn't fight back, and it was only it. It feels like so much longer but it was only a couple of minutes so the first time the first little round I felt like I'd <laughs> rolled you know what I mean The kind wheeze out, out of the way and then there was a bit where I was like I was against the wall it's a really weird sensation right because I was against the wall, and both of these girls are like swinging at me you know what I mean and they're you know they're, they're not weak girls they're like swinging swinging. But just this feeling of I felt so helpless because I was thinking it was going it was going against everything that I've been taught. Yeah, you know, like regardless, like I can't L- listen. I yeah. can't throw a punch at these girls. You know, like it's the way we've been socialized. I'm, I'm so much like if if we if, if it weren't in this setting, you know, I could just grab one of them, fling them, whatever. Like you know, I I could easily get myself out of the situation, but I, I can't. I've, got, I've sort of just got to just take these nicks against the wall. Um and then for the second round they made me like square up again and they were like, You better fight back. Like, you know, don't just like stand there like So they clocked onto they clocked yeah. onto your bob and weave. So don't. I I l I love two I love two different shots, right? So one shot, I jabbed I jabbed Camilla in the head a little bit. But it's kinda of one of those like I give away one the ones, Like yeah. so I kinda of shoved their head back like Give right. us the space. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Back up. <laughs> like I was gonna yeah. set her up for the baby, <laughs> you know, I didn't follow it up. Let's give it a little little like so on the, her on the, her head. The jab for the cross. Yeah. And maybe I maybe I, I gave Victoria Pendleton a little hook to the ribs. Maybe maybe I did. Maybe I gave it just a little Just to just to it's get a little bit of space, do you know what I mean? Just to get a little And I kinda heard the, the wind kinda <sighs> like come out of a little bit. Yeah. I, I felt terrible about that. I felt terrible, but like I thought that was acceptable. Because in 2019 our generation has been socialised, do not hit women. Yeah. That's, that's how, like... Well, from from us, you... Listen, yeah, I'm even just, EastEnders, you'd watch, like, a, a woman pummel into a guy, he'd slap her back, and they'd be like... <gasps> you know what I mean? a yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <Literally>, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> that was Trevor, the Scottish villain, because he was heavyweighted. He was heavy. But, um... So you've been socialised to, to just not do that. Like, mentally, though, like... Don't... Uh, y- afterwards, like... Yeah what, the f- what was the changing rooms like Like what was it When, when you got back Horrible. to the base You've all just been Punching each Horrible. other up Horrible so Everyone's crying AJ, AJ deliberately Because she saw the play She kind of deliberately Picked two quite big people yeah. Didn't she so, she, picked two, she picked two guys Yeah You've got Olympians In your group as well yeah. You've got ex-rugby players You've got some of the Most physically fit People A- A- out there AJ picked two guys And got I mean she stood her ground But she got Battered Like it was really hard to watch She got battered Tumped up in the face Everything It was like oof But here's the thing right The guys were Very very upset Afterwards We were all back To the accommodation And we were like Sat around Everyone was very very upset Because You know Naturally in our profession We're not aggressive Violent people You know We don't enjoy fighting Of course <laughs> not We're no. fucking TV presenters And fucking work in the media Or whatever You know we're Trying to get as far away From that shit as possible mm. So, in that moment, I have to be pit against each other and inflict harm and damage to, you know, each other was so difficult. But, you know, what, what I was explaining to, like, Sam especially took it quite quite hard. What I was explaining to him was like, look, AJ pitched you for a reason. She pitched you, up because as part of her experience... She wanted to go against two guys. She explained it in a bit like she. All her life, she feels like she's been fighting against the odds, and you know, against people who are bigger than her. And so, this was to prove to herself and maybe to other people that you know, I ain't no fucking pushover. You know, I could take it. And she did. She was still standing like at the end that of that was insane. Yeah. yeah, she took a palm in, like yeah. they, they did. They got AJ, like that. man. Yeah. So afterwards, like over dinner, at the end of the day, like. What the fuck do you talk about after you've all been slapping each other up? That you know we were reminding each other, it's an experience. It's a TV show. Let's not take anything personally. Let's all look after each other. It was it was, it was very difficult. That that was probably like one of the lowest. Was probably one of the lowest moments we all had together. It's like just coming back from. It wasn't just difficult hurting each other. It's difficult watching each other get hurt and get beat up but you know but you just got to do it man you just got to get on with it you just got to do it it's crazy man well you know that's just episode one bruv out of five so I'm in a weird way I really look forward to seeing the next episode but I'll be honest Dev like it's not an easy watch. Like, it's not, it's not like, it's not like Friends. Haha. <laughs> it's like, it's, the tension is unlike any other show that I've seen yeah. before because it's it's fucking real. It's well, faces that you know, do you know what I mean? That feeling you might get in your stomach whilst you're watching it, it's like that times 10 when you're there and it doesn't go away. Even when you're in your bunk at night and you got your eyes closed, you're like, any fucking minute now they come yeah. <laughs> any minute any minute now Foxy Ollie Billy someone's gonna beat off that door and be like fucking get outside right now like please just Fuck. let me sleep that was that was one of the hardest things to turn off as well when I got back I mean it was only there for a week but yeah. being like trying to come off high alert when I come home like even just trying to be comfortable in my own bed just, it, that, that, that and I realised when I come home as well that that didn't stop from the time the process started to the end that that feeling of any second now something's going to yeah. happen that didn't stop they I'm, were very good at keeping that I'm curious to find out how when people exit the special forces how they help them transition back into society mm. <clears throat> with all due respect being on high alert all the time that's not how it is in the real world no. in their world when they're out there that's cool but coming back to the real world I'd be very interested to find out what the process is reintegrate into society that's, hard. that's a really good point you know? I mean I don't want to I don't want to trivialise anybody's experience 100%. in the military at all but I, I definitely did think about that is I mean I only did it for a few days if you've been in the military for years you know and, and you come back home having to be told alright your whole frame of mind and the way that you've been thinking for the last you might have done like a you know a couple of months tour. You might have been in the army for a few years. Okay, you got to not necessarily forget all of that, but that can't be your first go to reaction yeah. anymore. Yeah. You just got to be like everybody else. I cannot imagine how difficult that must be to. It, it it made me have so much more respect for anybody who's had any kind of uh, a, a military a career, having to try and adjust back to life after that. But you mm. know foxy uh, especially has been very open about uh, mental health issues surrounding that particularly with with soldiers trying to sort of get back you know to normal or, wh- or, or, or whatever that is and i mean that's like so important for people like him to be talking about that because it's almost not just for the people who are experiencing it but also so we can understand it as well that's in it that's something i never even thought about until you know i I'd had like a tiny, tiny, tiny little snapshot experience of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, no, no one was ever shooting at me. I didn't see anybody die or anything like that. You know, so I, I can only imagine how awful that was. So be. you've only seen a, a degree of what somebody whose whose full time job is yeah. Because I, I like to think that I've met a few people and I'm like. They've been in the military, and I found out after as they were, and I'm like, it does change you in a way. It has so to It's very, very interesting conversation, but man, I, I just, even though you're back, I wish you the best of luck for the rest of the show. I don't know what's H- going to happen. I so know like, how it uh, ends. Yeah, yeah, man. So, I, know, like, I know how it ends. Yeah, so I know the ending. That full uh, spectrum of emotions that Devs talks about, they've teased that as well. So that's going to be, it's going to be a weird watch, man. Like, because right. I know you, bro. So like, seeing you in that scenario. Yeah is going to kind of bring it home as well and like yeah but I, I suggest you check it out like I said it's not an easy watch and obviously do your thing donate uh, stand up to cancer in it. that's right so there's full details of that on the show we'll put a link to that in the show description uh, talking about anything else is going to feel so hard right now <laughs> <laughs> um, new phone who this um, is a little thing that we did uh, recently good guys at O2 sent us a P30 Pro handset Dev and I went out and tried it out for the day man Um <laughs> well, how- that- Romantic day together <laughs> Taking pictures taking pitch- We were boyfriends of Instagram For the day No no doubt man I, It's gonna be like, hard to talk about it And it not sound like an advert But <laughs> That's a fucking Dope camera <laughs> Like If you're If, you, if, if you're if you a photographer And you do Mixtape Album artwork Like Yo you I'd be worried Is what I'm saying I'd, I'd start I'd Adds have have another string to your bow because, like, if, if that camera comes becomes like sort of standard, nobody gonna be paying no fucking photographer. i will be like, I'm gonna use my phone. That that was fucking dope. Yeah, it's mad. It's like we just went out for the day in in like central London. We were just literally just walked around taking pictures yeah. like normal. But it's the AI, like, and, and this is across all camera phones. I just want to say, like, that. the way that the AI is kind of leveled up over the years means that you really can just point a camera at somebody, whether the light is good or bad, it's going to do its best to kind of take a sick picture of you. And Dev ain't, ain't messing around. Like some of the pictures that we got, like, there's like one of you leaning against the frigging um, collage of posters, just chilling out. And I was like, Dev, I think I might be a professional photographer. So it's, that, a, it's a press shot. Yeah. Like, I wonder, there must be photographers still pissed about like Instagram, for example. Before Instagram, I mean, the only way you could really get a half decent looking picture or the people who seem interested in photography were photographers yeah. you know now everybody knows how to crop add a little filter some of the numbers and then you know <laughs> what I mean try and you, you know those people who have like stylized Instagram pages with yeah. like the borders and stuff right yeah. might be borders might be like they've arranged the pictures in a certain way so it kind of just like quite stylized yeah I b- imagine like the same thing with it it's, it's just a minor thing but having a powerful and really professional looking camera that's just part of your phone i it, I've, really it's going to be a game changer you're just going to get that people are going to become interested in like taking a cool photo or trying shit out or, you know, trying to do something a little bit different. And yeah, well, I think what it was is Instagram before. It's a good point. There used to be like people that took Instagram photos of themselves or whatever. And then there used to be professional photographers who uploaded to Instagram. So they'd Ah. send them to their phone. But now with things like the P30 pro and that next generation of phones, like you don't need the SLR anymore. You can just go out, snap. And I think if you're already a photographer, this should be something that you should have in your arsenal, like something that's small. It's a point and click. That's what they call them, point and clicks. It's something that you carry around with you. You're now the point and click is now going to be integrated into phones. And um, one thing that I used to talk about with other photographers was they used to say, right, they're great. The sensors are getting a bit bigger, but lenses. You can't fuck around with the glassware that I've got on my DSLR. It's fucking P thirty pro P thirty pro, and again, like i was, I was I explaining this to Dev, like, and let me know if this sounds weird, because like, it's kind of hard to explain sometimes, but they've taken five lenses that usually would stick out of your camera. I'm yeah. glad you're explaining this, because it's, it, it's... It's, it's lovely, mad, isn't it? Yeah. But they've kind of tur- put them on their side put them in the camera and they've used like a periscope kind of style so imagine a periscope you stick that up out of a up up over a high wall and it means you can see over a wall there's like a periscope style in your phone which means that there's like is it 50 times zoom 50 times zoom it's like <laughs> it's like a pervert's wet dream like you can zoom in <laughs> you know you zoom in on most phones and then you get like, like especially say you're at a festival or something like that you're trying to you're trying to take a video that makes yeah, it look like you're closer to the stage than you actually are yeah but this is like, it zooms in and still mad clear. See, the only thing I weren't really feeling about it was, there's like some weirdish kind of blemish filter thing that it does to the pictures. So, it automatically filters faces. So, like, yeah, we noticed that when it was taking pictures, it would, like, airbrush. And them I'm and like, like, we don't I'm, need that. I'm like, I know I don't look like that. <laughs> Firstly, because I'm a rigorous moisturizer. But also, <laughs> I don't want to get used to my face looking all oh, nice smooth <laughs> and then when I actually see it in the mirror I'll be like what the fuck don't lie to me phone <laughs> oh. <laughs> tell me what I actually look like that's the, that's the only kind of feature I was a little bit like ah yeah. I want to be able to turn that on or not I think we did there was a manual saying okay. yeah, was, um, but yeah it was just a fun day like we'll throw some of the pictures I'll throw a link in the show description um, yeah man and like I said you must pros- have looked like a couple of dickheads who were like walking around like take a picture of me take a picture of me here mate not today not in 2019 (laughs) normal normal Um, also big up cold drops as well man Kings uh, Cross yo cold drops. what a nice place I mean no one can afford to go out there but just for walking around I'm like I yeah I afforded a coffee there bro yeah, yeah. paying for place, it paying for it this week was that place <laughs> we went to that was like 14 pounds or something <laughs> yeah. for some Ethiopian yeah. smoked espresso or whatever <laughs> yeah good coffee though yeah. right? bad boy little cups oh, after had. I had the coffee as well though to be fair you could take the mick out of that coffee but I came out of there we, we stopped for a little coffee and I came out I was like Dev I don't know what was in that coffee bro but I am yeah, good it, it, to it, God. It might have been coffee Or like liquid cocaine I don't know but Give me some of that Dead I love one man of those. fired up I'll have one of those Before the gym <laughs> I'll lift the whole gym With everyone in it So yeah man we'll put a link to that In the show description Check that out New phone who this I think it's something We're going to be doing more often When there's a new handset that out, That's out O2's going to give it to us And we can go and take Pictures of each other It's one of those things You're like How comes no one's Done this already like, Even just the title Is new phone. Thank brilliant. brilliant Yeah no. thank you is very much is, Dev. Has no one why has no one done this yet is that a rare compliment from the dev a rare <laughs> compliment <laughs> i give out <laughs> i give out compliments <laughs> like their fucking <laughs> orange slices at the London Marathon do <laughs> 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 you want
0: yeah do yeah. you want a
1: compliment? well yeah I had fun writing that man I had fun shout out to the guys behind that as well um, so yeah Radio 1 show man how's that going cause, cause not too long ago you uh, you like graduated to, to the midday kind of vibe so it's like 1 to yeah. 4 yeah so I do 1 to 4 now in the afternoon Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the lovely Alice Levine which is the best because I don't have to be I don't have to be at work until 11 o'clock in the fucking morning man this is the first time I've ever done a radio show that I don't have to get up in the fucking morning mate Like real talk how many years have you been doing oh early gosh. doors for? I actually think this is going to be my 10th year in Radio 1 I think this year is 10 years in like September or something like that or maybe next March I forget Um, and I used to do early breakfast which was getting up at 230 that's um, a fucked up a, is that late or early who knows man and I never worked it out either it's not like I was like I'm going to go to bed at 7pm and wake up at the night I didn't do that I just it was whatever whatever G- get home at midnight cool sleep for an hour guess I'm going to work like get back home and everything I was like studying to do a degree at the same time I was just like I'm not fucking send myself mad but I did that for Four and a half years, man. This is some of the training that prepped you for S.A.S. you know what I mean? This is, yeah, this this is, is what, what prepped you. They were like waking me up in the morning, like, and yeah. bam, get out of the school. I was like, I've done like, this. You were like, huh. <laughs> welcome to Radio <laughs> 1. <laughs> 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 it's there. I, mean, I started introducing a record and shit. Fuck it, hell. I did a little back at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I did that for years. I did uh, weekend breakfast for years, and then now I have not to get up early I've fucking morning it's great Um, uh, but I also did I covered uh, The 8th which is Mm. Radio 1's evening naughty show uh, between like 9 and 11 that was a lot of fun that's actually a show I wanted to do I wanted to do a show like that for a really long time where we got to be a bit rude like how we are on, on, on the podcast you yeah. know you get you don't have to worry so much about your language or who you're gonna upset or offend um, or in like you know the case of my podcast you're not worried about who's listening <laughs> 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 um, yeah no it was just it was just like a lot of it was a lot of fun. why don't we put this on my podcast as well this, this this would be good content I've not put a podcast out in ages fuck, fuck yeah why not so we could just like we'll just post it at the same time yeah fuck it and you'll say you're talking to me and I'll just say I'm talking to you fuck it yeah standard standard S- S- sharing content yeah Um. Uh, and now I've got you recorded saying as well so like yeah but we'll just edit it around I'll, I'll say fuck <laughs> 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 no you're punch yeah. it in later <laughs> no I do not want to do that <laughs> Um. yeah no uh, the evening show was just a chance to really try out some silly ideas that I've had for a long time. Yeah man. One of them in particular was this thing weird wonderful where we would speak to people who do things that other people might consider a bit weird but we are trying to find wonderful things about. So we spoke to this guy who does like swinging and cuckolding that was fascinating. Talk us through this guy's experience of cuckolding. So what he does is he's single mm-hmm. and what he does is he'll bang guys wives uh, but but they'll know about it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not like, you know, like sneaky affair shit. It's all organized. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, a lot of dudes from the military who might be married might be like, look, I know, you know, say to that woman, I know you got needs. I know you're longing for the touch of a man. You know, like I'd rather know about it and get, you know, organize it rather than just any old Tom, Dick or Harry. That's premium rate because to fuck a killer's wife... Yeah, you've got to be brave because if what if I don't know? I just feel like you, you're fucking someone's wife who can kill people. Well, like, what if he? What if he decides halfway through? It's a no go. I, I just think there's that understanding, though, isn't it? You, ha- you have to. And all right, name one of the guys from SAS. Um, would you, would you fuck one of their wives? He, no, it's no, it's okay. It's all right, Dev. I know about it. No, it's not a dollar. It, as well. thing, I'm not into fucking other people's wives <laughs> if, anyway. If, though, if you so. were though, yeah, would you? Someone. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's as he's telling you, he's holding a pen. Fox holding a pen. <laughs> Dev, <Damn>, so no, <laughs> no. But I, mean, I really don't want to do that. I've been I've been in decent proposals before. Yeah there's like <clears> there's <throat> like girls and guys who have been like either they want me to like yeah like bang someone in front of their boyfriend or whatever I'm like no I've I've enough trouble performing in front of like one person and that's the person <laughs> like fuck it like yeah. let alone you No know, being this, judged see, for outside this, parties this is mm. this is the, the the bit of the chat with the swinger cock guy that really got to me he said I much prefer it when The husband just requests Certain things Like we go out to dinner Send him some pictures Maybe a little video Said I prefer it Like that Rather than when the guy Is sat in the corner of the room In an armchair Which made me feel like Oh that's happened before Hasn't it That's happened many That's happened enough times That you know That you're uncomfortable with it And you prefer it To be the other way Just to do, You can just see him in it Like sat in the corner He's kind of blacked out A little bit You can't see the top half Of his body He's just like sat there In a corner Like watching you fuck his wife and his silhouette's got a weird bit of motion to it his shoulders are pumping up and down because you know what his hands are doing yeah Yeah. and the occasional slap her ass a little bit it's like oh god that's look, So being under right, while man. you're having sex though, that's like a, a, a live live scrutiny Oh yeah. Yeah, I just maybe it's something I could have done like nineteen, twenty, but now I just I don't know, just shit now. Yeah. Man. When you're nineteen twenty, your dick's just up anyway, isn't it? It's Do just what doing what mean? its the job. Wind b- changes direction. Yeah. You're like, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> you get that weird thing where you're like, you know, like if belt or Fold something. Up like up into the band. Push against it, you yeah. like, hey. that's practically Ooh. pussy, man. Right? <laughs> see <laughs> 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 your name? Um So there's that. What who else was <laughs> who else was weird, wonderful? <laughs> oh, um we did a weird, wonderful with uh <laughs> this guy who uh I can forget that like, the proper name for it. It's like vagina massage or something. Hmm. So he massages vaginas. And it's for women who I've struggled to, or have never had an orgasm before, and to that I said, "Like, why do you come and see me first, girls?" So I'm joking. <laughs> um, uh, but he sort of teaches them techniques, teaches their partner techniques to. Using them. This is like much better if you're also watching this as well as listening. Because what I'm doing right There's now a is a camera sort of in like here. Like devil, devil, just kind show. of like holding my thumbs up to Marcus's face and just sort of doing circle motions. A little bit like I'm rubbing moisturizer into somebody's face. I don't um, know yeah. what the massage is. I'm just assuming it had some thumbs involved. Uh, but he sort of teaches him how to how to do it. But his story was fascinating. First off, he sounds exactly how you would expect a vagina masseuse to sound like. He was a little bit. Uh, like, I, was he Spanish or French? No, 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 no. Was it like inconspicuous European tone? Uh, he says, uh, "Well, uh, I'm not gonna do that because I feel like I'm just gonna find a lot of people." But uh, he's like very, uh, very, very quiet. Like uh, anyway, uh, he, him and his girlfriend were together for a while. She was started to struggle to orgasm regularly. He learned this fucking technique, just taught himself, like reading books, going seminars, making little. Clay models. I don't know how we learned, right? But he got really into it, and then did it to her. She thought it was so good. She was like, "You have to go into business with this. You have to. Shit. You, you have to offer this as a service, as a were. Well. Not, not like a, no, not like a, like a sexual thing." So. Like, Because that would be a difficult fucking sell For you to do that the other way around For you to be like Baby I just feel like i got this gift That I need to mm. share with the world You know what I do for you That feels so good for you Why just keep it to ourselves but I feel like that's like the, That's like the, the highest compliment You could receive from somebody Is this is so good you need to share this with the world I've never fucking had that What? I, th- a, I think I've come out of the room like a champ. I've never had anyone say to me this is so good share it with the rest of the what world supportive wife she is such yeah. girlfriend like if that was the other way around say like if it was my girlfriend gave like the best like hand jobs yeah. ever like she does like some weird like like sort of like stress ball thing with my nuts and like fucking it's got like some like weird Vulcan grip shit going on right <laughs> they tell to shut I mean, nobody you mad that's <laughs> that's for <all> me <mean. laughs> even if you ask me about it, like, bro did you go do anything funny the nope <laughs> nope that's regular bro <laughs> not need to worry about <laughs> You won't even let me shake her hand Get (laughs) away! Hey nice to meet you You get the fuck away from her (laughs) That would be Our secret mate No but This this guy's wife's like You need to go into business So Women come to him, you know. They pay literally. a little bit of money. Yeah, they, Women they, come to come him like, very good, Billy, literally. <laughs> hey. And then, um, he, you know, they pay. <laughs> it sounds <like laughs> mad, Dodge, but it's not. Like, I don't, right. I don't want to make it seem like it's like CD or anything. Yeah. You know, this is he's a professional. Okay? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, he's pro, professional. He's pro, professional. Pro, pro, pro. He's a professional vagina wizard, and um, <laughs> he uh, he teaches them these techniques. He like gives them a little. The, the rub. Mm-hmm. And then some of them, he some of them come like 18, 19 times. What sometimes the they cry, you know, just to overcome with emotion. Some of them, it's been years. Sometimes for the first time ever, they're just orgasming, like, yes, thank you. And um, it's amazing. It's beautiful. I, just, I, I, just, I, I didn't even know that was a thing, you know? Now it is. So, like, you, you've, ne- you've never been with a girl that can't orgasm before. I know I have. It's it's like, you, it makes you feel a bit insecure, but at the same time, that's like, it's not like it's. It's not like it's you. you know, there's some women who just. You there, know what I mean? there, there are some women out there who just ain't compatible with you. I see it, or they're, or they, ain't, or they haven't found that right person yeah. yet. That's how I'd put it because I'd hate to think somebody would just think there's no hope if that's something that they want. Some people might be like, "Cool, I don't want an orgasm," but <clears throat> it, some things that I've never had, I wouldn't mind not having. But once I've had them, I'll be like, "Damn, I'm like, so like, glad." Like what? I don't know things like sweets <laughs> chocolate <laughs> deep throat um, anyway moving on sweet sweet chocolate, chocolate. Deep, deep throat, throat. Um, yeah now there's like loads of things though that that's interesting though isn't it what I was sorry to go back to him what I was thinking was is how does he make sure that everybody knows that it's business because to be that intimate with somebody he somebody might turn around to him afterwards and say look I want thank you for your help but you know you're The first guy to do this to me, I you're mean, special to me. She, the girlfriend, would need to be there, right? Like, surely she should, at the, the very least, be there doing the admin or like what during the session, yeah. <laughs> so how now she's you, in the corner. How could you trust she's in an armchair, <laughs> yeah. like, making sure everything's above board? <laughs> yeah. Like, look, look, her, her chin's like sort of angled down, mm-hmm. but her eyes are looking upwards. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, just <sighs> but, but then that's the other thing though, isn't it? Like. Women could go for a massage, even if it's a fucking fanny massage, right? And not think, oh, I want to fuck this person who's doing it. Yeah. But for a guy, though, it's it's much different. I remember I had a Swedish massage. It was all above board. Um, I had a Swedish massage like a couple of years ago. And I I don't know if it's that that you're just getting touched in a place that you don't usually get like, you ever had like your hair washed at like the hairdressers or something like that you just, they're just so they're just, it's so attentive and mm. it's so like ooh no one's like ever like rubbed conditioner into my hair they're so nice that you just kind of fall in love with them a little bit I don't think women really get that I and mean, then they're just like yeah whatever this is just massage this is just it's functional for guys we're like oh she wants to fuck me <laughs> <laughs> I bet she does I bet she's thinking about it I bet she's not I reckon it swings both ways man Look at personal <laughs> trainers Personal trainers Are very likely To get in relationships With their clients I know a lot of Personal trainers Yeah, who, who are propo- yeah Because if you, you're there it's, a int- it's another thing An intimate relationship It's not even Genuinely the most Pleasurable thing It's going exercising Is not it doesn't feel it feels good afterwards But at that time It doesn't feel nice But Yeah I've had a few of it like what am I like training you? <laughs> you know, yeah, let me train you a couple of free sessions, whatever. I wonder what that is. Is it just because you know, you're working out together? Like, I think, like, gym gear on a woman just, oh, it's the, isn't it just the best? It's just des- like gym gear, both ways. It's designed to I make you look good. I when- love the gym gear, all the little weird patterns, the yeah. fucking, what is it, Gymshark. Oh, I fucking love that. It's designed man. to make you feel great when oh, you're working it's out. Oh, so good. I love it. I just, what a fucking time to be alive, man. Do you see a girl coming to the gym just like I'm like, oh that's great? <laughs> it's just showing off everything and just oh. fantastic man. So it really, really gets me going, you know that? <laughs> really? <laughs> Oh, it's the bees and knees, man. I love that shit. Like the full outfit as well. The full like leggings, whatever. The then the pattern going up. Oh, it is designed to make you look good. It's designed to make you look good. It is so great. So you're, you're seeing someone regularly and you're dressing up in your gym shark stuff, yeah? And they're helping you. F- after you see them, you get a rush of endorphins from mm. working out. You look at yourself, you feel the best. Yeah, yeah, you do. You they're responsible good, for making you feel good and look good how can you not get attracted to them yeah I you? couldn't be a personal trainer <laughs> I reckon they get it in I reckon they get it in oh 100% in. yeah they're I reckon the, they get it they're in. like the they're like the dark horses. they think they're getting away with it as well but we all know Now nah, we all fucking we know we all know we know we all look at every personal trainer and be like, we know. Know. We, and be like we know sweet. yeah you scumbag Dude, yeah we know so why so you're doing this fuck it no? yeah look at you in the best shape of your life because you live in the gym yeah but you're not even working out you just yeah. look like, like from all that fucking, fucking yeah look at that those fuck abs that you got Anyway.
0: that's code listen at blue nile.com for 50 dollars off your purchase blue com code listen
1: i gave you a shout the other day dev you're on the shit uh i don't know if you're aware there's an ongoing theme here on the show you're probably aware of we've discussed it a few times that we talk about whether one sits down or stands up when they go for a shit yeah uh, that's not the question when they wipe let me finish Billy Billy's Billy's very tetchy about this because of the area that he's in You he didn't even let me finish sentence when they go for a shit like, and they're wiping their are, you guys, o- are you guys okay by, we're okay this? Billy's a little it bit tetchy like about this Billy gets a little bit yeah, on edge know about, about this he's just like fucking insulted his first <laughs> yeah. ball or something like that Whoa. <laughs> he's like actually it's because not just when they're shitting it's after the shit when they're wiping alright <laughs> yeah. so Dev after going for a shit a nice healthy one you've had a fibrous diet wiping your ass do you stand up would you stay seated? I mean, I, you know, I've heard you lot talking about this before. Here's the thing I don't understand. Okay. Why is it one or the other? We've had hybrids. It's so, you know, every shit is so different. Like mm-hmm. You never know what to expect. Um, you got, you got to adapt. You know, you can't, it's not just a one straight rule for everything. So, tell you what is a game changer for me like last year or so and I don't give a fuck about fat bags right? don't, don't come with me that baby wipes bruv. baby wipes is a game changer I've almost got it down to a perfect science right so I do I do usually my morning movements quite like heavy quite dense you know what I mean but also quite a lot of product as well so I'm using it on the toilet. Good, fifteen minutes just to make sure I get everything. I good. I call it sometimes like my stress dump. Just all my stress, just getting in my gut. Just get to just uh, first thing in the morning. Get on with the rest of my day. All right. So what I'll do that first wipe. I'm not even looking at that, bro. That's a fucking right off, man. I don't need to look at that. That's, I know what that's gonna look like. It's never gonna look <laughs> it's gonna good. be a mess. A hot mess. I'm not even looking at it. Yeah. I'm like. Psh, 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 psh. <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> I'm like No I'm not even a little A little peak Nah no, bro. Gone That first one is a write off See you later mate Then the next one Alright now we've got to see What we're working with <laughs> Alright Have a little peek. Cool Fold Via environment Fold Have no wipe Then Baby wipe Baby wipe comes out now Cause I've not got a main You know what I mean got a bit, a bit, uh, Baby wipe comes out You're Using ones at the moment Coated in fucking coconut oil Jeez you know what I'm saying that that first one goes now. I have a peek at that as well to see that what we are working with. Usually, on a good day, it's looking all right. But here is the thing: you're getting a bit of residue left from that baby wipe. You don't want to pull your trousers up; still got a little bit of baby wipe residue. Mm -hmm. You don't want that. So now, tissue again. Aggressive wipe this time. Aggressive to get off some of the the residue, but also also see what okay, see what's going on. Fold environment aggressive have a look throw now one more tissue polish off for just a gentle yeah. let's see because what I'm trying to do with that last one is replicate what my clothes are going to be doing against my asshole for the rest of the day okay so if I go a little just kind of <laughs> gentle kind of and have a look clean. Safe, clean then I'm done but here's the thing if by that first baby wipe one if it's still looking a bit mmm mm, I might be in for a while I did a few courtesy flashes. I will stand up I will stand up at that point right because again what I'm trying to do is replicate my day how am I going to be moving you know I like i don't know if you have noticed know about me I'm extremely flexible you know like very supple <laughs> joints where I like to move around a little bit you know like sometimes I'll just be wearing at a bus stop and I just like move, touch your toes I just move myself <laughs> around a little bit trying to see what get myself into a right angle and see what I <laughs> um But again, there's been some dumps that I've done that require you to stand up to make sure you're getting everything. Because one thing I will not accept as a grown man is a shitty ass. I won't won't do it. I I won't do it. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. If I'm at your house... And I need to use all of your toilet tissue just to make sure that I'm not even a little bit shitty. Sorry, bruv. You're going to have to go without. Because there's nothing like, and I've learned through experience at a young age, having a shitty ass on a hot day. Horrible. What? Why? Horrible. Why, Why would we you, All to- the horror, horror of a skid mark. It's just so unacceptable to me. As I got, so unacceptable. Even just a little bit. It's like, oh my God, I've let everybody let down. down. Yeah. Oh, I could look at myself in the mirror and be like, you fucking animal, what is that? Skid mark fucker. You can't even look, are you, are, you, are you supposed to do anything? You can't look after yourself. You can't even wipe your arse properly, bruv. So all I'm saying is if you, if you lot are committing to I only stand up or I only sit down, I just, I, 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 I feel like you're selling yourself short, you know? Adapt. And grow, adapt, and grow, adapt and grow. Don't confine yourself to just just one thing. That's all I'm saying. So, with that being said, the majority of the time, where are you at? Here's the th- here's the other thing. I don't know if anyone's brought this up yet. We're not even shitting properly. Oh, um, we've had we've had the conversation about having properly. the. Uh, I think Jordan, Crisp and CJ Beats were talking about having the the shit. The we're pool not still. even shitting properly. Yeah. So we need to be how squatting. Dare, how dare I? We how. dare Dare us? <laughs> Them? How, how dare us? Talk about whether we stand up or sit down. Because we're not even shitting properly. We're supposed to be squatting. Like they do. I, I remember having some v- very bad noodles in an in Indonesian airport and having to try and use the like squat hole in the floor thing that they have, and I paced around that for about twenty minutes. Bro, going, There's just no way. My Western asshole is not going to be able to like get shit. I'm going to shit all over my shoes. <laughs> I mean, I might not be able to get back up again. I'm, I'm worried something might fall, fall out. down the hole. I just, I don't... How am I supposed to do that? I had to go to the desk and level. I said, listen, I'm from London, okay? We don't have toilets like that. I'm not going to be able to use that. You know where he let me use the toilet? In the first class fucking lounge in the airport. Jeez. The only one that they had in the whole airport. I like, thanks, man. You was a, was you a toilet? You, you done me a solid. It was amazing. But I didn't man. think about it afterwards. I thought about it so much. Like, why can't I just do the little s- squat shit? Do you know what it is? I don't think it's something that, you know, you say like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I, I, I think that's what it's down to. If it, you can't be 34 years old trying to squat and shit for the first time. You know, either you've done it before and you know what to expect or you're forever going to shit how you shit. I want to get you the stool. I want to get you the stool and see how that is. Because you're not squatting, you're still sitting, but you just have your feet raised a little bit. So like what? Just like, can I? Yeah, it's just a little stool. Lift your legs up a little bit. Yeah, a little step, the, yeah. I'm just and trying to picture yeah. what I'd be like to use like right now. Dev's right now. He's got his feet up, his hands up by his knees, knees up by his face. I say? That might be yeah. That, that might yeah. be quite enjoyable. Yeah. Try I would, it out. I will okay. take. I will take one of them off you. Happy birthday. Yeah. Be a little birthday present. For Don't you. buy it for me for my birthday. Christmas. But so Valentine's. You should nearly tipped over your whole <laughs> desk. Sorry. <laughs> But it's funny, inside that whole conversation, you, you touch on something. This has been going down on mum's net and Huffington Post. Yeah, that is where we find Ooh. time to research stuff. So there's a whole thing people talk about, scrunching, folding, and other methods like that. Because uh, apparently folding means the paper's thinner and your fingers are more likely nah, to tear through nah, and give nah, you poofy nah, fingers. Nah, nah. Listen, listen. Scrunching gives you a bit of roughness nah, to clean properly. Nah, mate. Uh, nah, mate. If you're scrunching up the tissue... Yeah. To wipe your ass. You need to get your fucking life together, mate. What is that? That's not effective. What are, you, what are you cleaning up? Like some fucking spill your zoo. What are you doing? Like that needs to be, that needs to be neat and folded. Like it's efficient. How do you fold the scrunch? You can get shit all over your hands. What are you talking about? You can't fold the, no, flat Always. So you can't, you, can, yeah, you can't fold a scrunch because that's that's dangerous. Whoa, but you can. That's fold. such a waste. You'd have to scrunch it after one wipe. it's gone. <laughs> with and um, with the wet wipe, do you fold it or do you, you don't scrunch? It's a folded wet wipe. Okay, here's here's here's, the, here's the, the weird thing about using the baby wipe. Yeah, you do have to fold it, but <sighs> you're probably getting a little bit of shit through the wet wipe, right? It's not. It's, I mean, it's porous, isn't it's it? it's Feasible. Feasible. It's feasible. porous. And the, the coconut, in your case, the coconut <laughs> juice could transfer through <laughs> through the wet wipe, and the juice may have touched your body and then touched your hand. We're going to wash our hands anyway, right? You're, you're 100% going to wash your hands, but what I'm saying is, like, a baby wipe's porous, so you're probably getting a little bit of doo-doo yeah. on you know, your finger, like, yeah, every time you yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. If you're putting your hand down there, odds are there'll be fecal matter on your mm-hmm. hands. Probably. Yeah. That's why you gotta wash your hands, man. Okay. Now, I've seen, like, two people this year... Come out of the toilet After having a shit They need to die Fix their hair And just walk out of the i like, you know what You're the reason like We still got like fucking plague In certain places mm-hmm. man You're the reason like Kids are still being born With rickets bro Like yeah, wash your Fucking, fucking hands Jesus, man. Disgusting You're gonna shake my hands Give me like Ringworm or something That's disgusting You're gonna go Sneeze over a salad Or something Like come you're, on You're gonna scratch your eye With your shitty finger Ugh. And get pink eye you dirty fucker! Flip it out, man! Disgusting. I hate. We have to share the planet with yeah. those people. So you're a folder. I think I'm a folder as well. I don't. I'm not a fan of you using wet wipes though, because of the fat fatberg stuff. Uh, Fuck them fatbergs! <laughs> like, like. so you know, what? this is the sad thing, isn't it, about I think the difference between our generation and say kids? When we were told in 150 years' time. Like all of East Anglia is gonna be underwater or whatever, global warming, da da da. da, da. We're like, mm, I ain't gonna be around. I'm gonna be long gone yeah. by that. I mean, we will be here. We're gonna live forever. By the time we're eighty, we're gonna be in a fucking server or something. Yeah, man. Like that. They would have done chappy but yeah. in real life. Like, we'll we'll be chappy. Yeah. Um, but for you know, our kids' kids, like that's kind of a reality for them. They're like, Well, like in eighty hundred years time, are like my kids' kids or whatever, they're gonna have to So personally, I I know this is awful. I'm not really thinking that much about the fatberg. I'm like, that's a necessary. I don't, I don't think I overindulge with the wet wipes either. But it's probably a really awful thing. But I value the cleanliness of my own asshole more than I'm concerned about fatbergs. Could you compromise with wet tissue paper? using a bit more nah dude if you, you had a see what jar, jar of that, coconut you oil maybe you see what happens water. to tissue when you wet it it yeah, breaks, breaks up. up so you just to use a bit more I just get broken up tissue in asshole you never seen that before you never seen a girl you like okay <laughs> do they know by the way nah they don't know the girls know, know that How you see you? their asshole so much like if you're in a relationship with a girl right you see your arsehole so much, don't you? You see a, you see it so much from angles that they never and without using the mirror and squinting over it from angles that we would never see. Like I've seen my arsehole maybe like twice in my whole life. I've had a look at my arsehole and go, Man, okay, <laughs> yeah, I see All right, right on. But you know, for every like long time girlfriend I've had, like, I've just seen like, I've seen I could probably pick it out in a lineup. If you like showed me, if you had like one of my girlfriends. Just like a lineup of assholes, I could just pick a, out just a circle I, I could pick out, I could pick it out of like like a hundred assholes. What the actual, the actual like balloon knot or the coloured, the like the slightly darker skin around the. No, I'd need ring. like, I'd need to see like a patch. There's making a patch that's like two inches by two inches. I need to see like a hatch and I could be like bum holes we went like, out for about five years yeah. was right. they're like they're like fingerprints they're like irises it's no one the same Irish shape. that's actually the next <laughs> security <laughs> the next <protocol>. technology <laughs> <laughs> so get into this bathroom in fact because yeah. you know they say like yeah. koala fingerprints are very similar to humans yeah but they're like they no arsehole like a human arsehole so the next thing will be like, you know, before you unlock your phone, mm. you <laughs> <laughs> put your phone next to your ass. like Hold on a sec, bro. Hold <laughs> to say I oh, Hang on a say It's locked again. <laughs> hold that for me, Rob. No, not the phone, my cheek, bro. <laughs> Do you think people are aware of how unique their arseholes are? I don't think people know about how unique their arsehole is. Fucking mad. Arsehole technology. Oh, my God. Anyway. That awful. Sorry. All right. One more thing as well. And I'd like you to um, help help our very own Billy with this because oh. this is something that um, I think I want you to make him aware of Dev it's a little article that we've come across well he doesn't use condoms uh, Billy where you playing that man I think I'm just I'm just showing Dev the article which is on howtocleanout.com okay. and I think it's it's just a, a public service announcement apparently this is something that needs to be known by okay. many people the article is called don't use condoms twice so apparently some crazy people out there are doing something we never thought we'd see they're Reusing and washing condoms. Just look at this tweet from CDC STD. Who's that? CDC. I got a tick. Um, we say, we say it because people do it. Don't wash or reuse hashtag condoms. Use a fresh one for each hashtag sex act. Were you aware that so many people were rinsing out condoms and using them? That's what they used to do. Turning them inside out. Really? That's what they used to do. Yeah. It, in like... The 40s, you would get like given like your granddad's Johnny or whatever and be like, here you go, son. Like, and you'd use it and then you know, you'd finish. Like, fuck off. Stick (laughs) stick that on the sink with like the wash. Look it up. You'd like stick it on the sink with the washing or whatever. Like, rinse that out. Pop it in your top pocket. What were they they made out of? Like Michelin tires then? To get the wear out of them. Yeah, I don't think it was um I don't think it was like latex technology back then. Yeah. What would have been like putting on like a fucking balaclava made of like fucking rubber? <laughs> this has gotta know. be a, this has gotta be someone playing a joke on me at Google. I just Googled 1940s condom. The first one that came up is called Notex. And they come in a tin, bro. That's Notex <laughs> in a tin. Notex condoms. Yo, if you if You're gonna nut Take it to the next level with Nutex. If you, um, if you fucking pull a Johnny out in front of a girl that's coming out of a tin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> If she still lets you like sleep with her after that, that's gangster right there. You're pulling uh, out a tin. Uh, Give it a little tap first. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they were radium radium condoms. What is radium? That don't sound like something you should put on your dick, does it? Like, if you're like if you're like put this on, it's gonna like make you perform amazing. Cool. What's it made out of? Radium. I'm like, nah, nah You're either gonna bruh. become a superhero with a super dick, nah, yeah, nah, or you're gonna die. Nah, I don't wanna risk radium, yeah. it. Radium readily relax, reacts with nitrogen on exposure to air forming with a black surface layer of radium nitride yeah that's too many chemicals already right there it's a it's a chemical element with a symbol rah, uh, RA an atomic number 88 no it's got an atomic number wow how dangerous is radium there's no evidence that exposure to naturally present levels of radium has harmful effects on human health you know, you know they're usually caused by gamma radiation what, what, gamma why dick. are people does it not explain why people are reusing condoms is it an economy thing it's fucking Brexit, isn't it? I it's bet it, it is. It's I bet is uh, the reason when people are trying to save money on Johnny's by reusing them. Because you can't buy a new one, man. People weren't aware. A very small percentage of people that is growing, like we're talking like 5-6%, but it's quite important. So people aren't aware that oils... homeschooled pagans or something? <laughs> Who's reusing the... Young people aren't aware apparently idiots so Billy I just want to put this to what our I producer say. Billy just to make sure that he's yeah. using condoms r- once and just once Billy once man once that's it entirely. just use I mean, once and then throw it in the tie not in the end and throw it in the bin yeah but a bit of advice though, if, you know, if you're having it for a posh wank though just saying bruv a wash and re- re-use ain't gonna is, the problem wh- then is it why is it still a little bit embarrassing to buy Johnny's from the shop cuz you're saying I'm you're you're saying I'm, I'm about to have some fuck fucking like yeah. especially when you're like running there at yeah. like 2 a.m. on a Thursday morning you're like boss boss man boss man no no fever light yeah 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 cool 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's looking at you going are you going to fuck and you're saying yeah I'm going to fuck do you ever do you ever try and like buy other stuff to go with it <laughs> like <laughs> To like lessen <laughs> like the impact, random like, petrol station stuff like a, I mean, a rabbit hutch, yeah, and et- then some condoms. Anything you buy with yeah. it is gonna look weird. Like you be in there trying to buy like a a pack light. of yeah. super malt, and like some quavers, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. also give me give me yeah. a pack of condoms as well. Like en- why? Anything you buy, people are gonna associate that with the sex. So if you if you buy quavers, he's gonna think you're somehow using the oh, quavers seen during quavers sex off someone's back. Yeah, What's wrong with this yeah. Guy? um do You know, I we need to start owning it you no know? because you know what is more embarrassing than going to buy condoms what chlamydia bruv <laughs> hell yes illegitimate children hell bruv. yes hell yes fucking gonorrhea and the rest is emb- drippy willy mate that yeah. is embarrassing fuck that and, and genital warts yeah is embarrassing you know um, I got a of a, a funny um, uh, STI clinic story right oh no two I'll do two quick ones one as I was coming out of a uh, STI clinic this is like the one that used to be an archway So was probably about 19 20 years old and as I was coming out this girl tried to chat me up while I was outside she's like oh yeah where you going I'm, like, I'm going home <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going home to go cross my fingers <laughs> until I get my results and she's like oh cool can I get your number bro? I'm like nah you're not really trying to chop me outside a fucking estate. Unless Was you, it apparently? Let's just show me a there. clean bill. Let's just show me your results. Yeah. Where like here, I'm all clean. Like what are you doing? Anyway, another time I went. this um, this woman comes in. Uh, woman comes to get me. I'm sat in this room and she like pulls this fucking. I I I, I, I sit on the little like table bed thingy mm. pull my trousers down to my knees and she's like sifting through my pubes you know and, like, trying to look for any like any bumps any lumps whatever any abrasions and she just kind of looks up at me and she goes oh i've actually got two student nurses with me today do you mind if they come in and observe the procedure so i was like okay like mm-hmm. just trying to be helpful just trying to help out and then like these two like 19 year old interns come in and pull up a chair and they sit around me and the light is not dissimilar to this microphone. It's like... (laughs) Like shining this light down on my fucking dick and balls and sifting through it, lifting up the sack, whatever, see, that's all normal there and da-da-da-da. I just looked like this. It was not sexual at all. How did your dick react to this then? Knowing it was under that scrutiny. You know what? People react differently to that kind of pressure. No, I was very... I was very proud of my little guy, well, right? Well done. Didn't get, didn't get scared. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Realized what was going on. Or a bit of an audience, okay, okay all okay. right. But it was not sexual at all. Funny enough, we like bring this up because I tell you, where I was, a little bit worried D- during the uh, SAS Who dares wins thing. Yeah, it was so cold, so cold yeah. sometimes. And sometimes you know you might jump in some cold water and you get out and it's still cold, right? After that couple of days, I remember there's one time I stripped off, But I looked down at my dick and I was like, "I'm sorry, is this my dick from when I was four years old? Where is it, bro? Your dick's probably looking to go back in time, not just inside you. Your dick's probably disappeared, bro. Yeah, but that your one, body's probably consumed your dick. you ever had that one where it's like shriveled." And twisted around. You're like, <laughs> what? I don't see the back of it. Like, what? <laughs> hey, this is on telly, man. What are you doing? <laughs> your balls and your dick were inside you for the last half of that, weren't they? Oh, mate. It looked like it'd been fucking choked out. Like, someone. <laughs> Like, like he'd forgotten To tap out Someone <laughs> Your dick got mummified <laughs> Your dick looked mummified <laughs> like, Come on man Shit Who knows You might see it In the next few episodes Of S.A.S. I see, worry wins. I'm really worried that, that you might see uh, My shriveled Twisted willy In one of these episodes I really am Another reason To look forward to There you are Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway then man uh, Thanks for coming down On the show man We got a Um we got to bring you back. I, I, I just want to. I'm so curious to see what happens to you and yeah. all of the rest of the guys. Like, yeah, It's going to be it's gonna be very, very emotional. Because we've had one explosive dropout already. Somebody who looked like they were really injured. I can't remember her name. She was the MP. Louise. Um, Louise, yeah. Uh, and she, she, it looked like she was like one day and she was done. So I appreciate it. She had a very well. difficult fall into the water. So when we were doing mm-hmm. this backwards drop out of the helicopter, they were like, Don't bend your legs. Don't try and turn around. Don't try and flip. She kind of landed in a bit of an L shape. So the back of her thighs took the whole impact to the water. Shit. So, you know, rather than falling in, like head first, where you'll be a little bit more streamlined, Streamlined. she hit the back of her legs and snapped her hamstring. And uh, she had a three-inch tear in her hamstring. So that's what she tried to Soldier through with. And that's, you're, you're I mean, you're, you're pretty much done, right? Yeah. Yeah, I respect that. She was, uh, she sounded like she's in pain in that episode oh, as yeah. well. She's fucking in pain. Anyway, Dev. Thanks for coming on the show, How to Kill an Hour. We can obviously find you on Twitter, it's dev underscore one oh one, Instagram at dev. just dev. Yeah. There's a lot of people really angry at me that I got that name, you know. I saw some that I saw that Why is it in your profile it says my username's not for? Because sale Because everyone keeps asking if that you know, it used to be people saying that they wanted to buy my username. How much? For i much not for. I don't know, I never asked. Oh, I never asked. Okay. I'd be curious. Right? Yeah. But there's some people now that are just like, give me that username. <laughs> pussy, oh, what the fuck are you like, fucking talking to are you mad some guy is like he looks like he's about 14 I've, I've seen him in my DMs like a couple of times now and he's like some American dude It's like hey pussy give me that f- <laughs> <laughs> hey pussy give me <laughs> sorry on that stuff it's just so funny to me hey pussy give me that username right? give me my username yeah, that was my username. username and I just was just like alright well, I'll just ignore it and then he said you well, want another one be like, I ain't playing. Right? <laughs> I wasn't playing. <laughs> Give me my <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Uh, yes. Yeah, none of that's real, innit not it? Nah, man. Just gotta internet learn, to internet warriors. learn to switch off sometimes. But yeah, just I wanna reiterate my username's not for sale. I'm not okay. I'm not selling it. Unless I know that Instagram's gonna be like done some next week because yeah. you can have it yeah, yeah I'll just give it to you alright cool well that's where we'll be at uh, cheers for coming on the show bruv thanks bruv plenty of ways to kill some time out there thank you for killing some time with us you can vote for us in the listeners choice awards at this year's british podcast awards 2019 if you'd like to vote for us it only takes a minute of your time head to britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote that's britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote type in how to kill an hour and then yeah you'll have voted for us it only takes a minute of your time and we'd really appreciate it we'll also put a link in the show's description thank you very much in advance and hey here's here's hoping we win